0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching, starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, everyone. We are joined today by Ryan Owen, the co-founder of Zerple, one of the hottest real estate lead generation and conversion platforms in the market today. In 2013, Zerpl was named the number 33 fastest-growing company on the Inc. 5000 and the number 3 fastest-growing software company. Zerpl has been one of the big names in lead conversion software since its launch in 2010. And today, Ryan Owen is going to unveil a brand-new product to help agents optimize lead conversion even more. Now, Ryan's background includes business development and marketing experience on an international scale, along with experience as the president of a residential real estate brokerage. Ryan has an MBA from the University of California in Los Angeles and joins us today to talk about Zerpl's past success and future plans. Now, let's welcome Ryan to the show as we join our host, Tim Harris. So, Ryan, welcome uh,
2: to the radio show today, and I really appreciate you being my co-host. And as Tim alluded, we are looking forward to getting to know you guys better, because a lot of our top students have been singing your praises for quite a while now. Um, So, you know what? You want to just get to the big announcement first, or you want to to work up to that?
3: (laughs) Sounds good. Well, first, uh, before saying anything, this is my first time on a radio program, so excited to be here, and uh, appreciate your interest in us. Um yeah the big announcement we've really for for the last 5 years Zirpal has been focused on helping agents engage their leads convert a higher percentage of their leads into real opportunities and the focal point for um The first four and a half years of our business was helping agents with a full-service software platform that was specifically really targeted to help agents advertise on Google and generate leads through pay-per-click marketing. And then, of course, our software designed to help them engage those leads. But the big announcement is we have a product that we've just released that's $49 and designed to give agents who use Zillow and Trulia a conversion boost by helping them engage those leads. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about that as we go.
2: Yeah, let's definitely talk about that. So your original premise was, when you guys started, was to essentially help agents uh, create a system for what happened to the lead after they created it from pay-per-click marketing. Is that encapsulating it fairly succinctly? Yeah, I think that's that's right. Okay, so can you kind of walk me through um, how, like, for example... 99% 99% of our listeners are realtors. Some of them are brokers. Yeah. Um, you know, they're people that are basically your type of customers. So, can you walk them through how, uh, like, the consumer experience, how Zerpol works? How does Zerpol get integrated? Sure. You mentioned Zillow and Trulia. So, how does that work yeah. from a consumer's perspective to help these guys understand um, why they might want to work with you guys?
3: Perfect. So, do you want to focus on the pay-per-click side or on the Zillow and Trulia side first?
2: Well, you tell me. You're going to have a better gauge of what's going to probably have the most uh, be of the most interest to the listeners. I mean, where where do you find your okay. new subscribers leaning towards the paid leads from Zillow yeah. and Trulia or pay-per-click?
3: It's it's really both. I mean, there's so much demand for high-quality internet leads, and the sources that an agent's going to get those those from are really. Um, one of of three sources. It's either through pay-per-click marketing on Google, uh, or it's through the national portals like Zillow and Trulia, or it's through the efforts that they they do outside of internet lead generation, such as working their sphere of influence. But um,
2: well, well, then either either three yeah. paths, whichever you whichever you yeah. think would be the best. <laughs> Perfect. Pathful. Okay. Perfect. So so let's let's talk about
3: um, about Zillow and Trulia first. That's the big the big new announcement. The new forty nine dollar product. So. Um, there are two critical problems that we help agents solve who uh, have leads from Zillow and Trulia. The first one is, and I think I think all agents who have have um, ventured into the national portal advertising world uh, know, response time is the most critical thing. Getting back to leads in that first five minutes um, after a property inquiry form is completed. And so the first thing that we do is. We automate a message in that first five minutes that goes out from the agent to the lead that looks like it was personally typed. Um, You can think of that as a a simple autoresponder, except what really makes Zerpl different is the way that we use data analytics to drive optimized messages. So to put that in context... Every lead is not going to get the same message. The message is going to be driven by the individual lead profile, what type of property they inquired about, et cetera. And uh, we can talk more about that later if you like. On the, the but to stay high level, the second problem that we solve in that $49 product is what we could just refer to as the no pile, right? All the, the people that um did not the agent called, left a voicemail. Um, the, the lead didn't return it, we sent an automated email, the agent, the uh, lead didn't reply, um, maybe the, the agent texted too, and again, no response. So those leads are not dead leads, but most agents who are working on uh, growing their business don't have time to personally follow up with those people over the course of weeks or months or even years. And so our automated software also continues to message those people, in an optimized way based again on their unique individual lead profile to get those people to respond and ultimately engage with the agent.
2: So Ryan, is it okay that I play skeptic just for the sake of conveying information? <laughs> I won't be too of course, I, yeah. I won't be too much of a jerk. Okay. Alright, no, so it's okay. there's there's one school of thought that says basically, um, you know, long term follow up with leads is more or less a waste of time because you're not yeah. the only agent following up with the same leads. Uh, I know 10 years ago, 15 years ago, a really good drip email campaign worked, but now those people are filling out forms on 10 different websites. Now, you you said something that caught my ear. You said the nature of the emails look handwritten. So I assume you agree that that's a problem. The seller of these leads are getting followed up on by a bunch of different agents. So what have you guys done to make it so that your follow-up campaigns don't just get spammed?
3: Yeah, Perfect. So, if you go if if you go back and you you think about the inbox of an individual uh, of an individual, let's I mean we we think of them as leads, but really they're people, right? You think about the inbox of a particular person. If the person gets a message that doesn't offer any value from a person that that person from an agent that that person has not connected with in a personal way where 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 the where there's any type of relationship there. So basically, a perfect stranger sends you something with no value. Well, you know, what, is, what is the probability that you're going to respond to that, right? So, so it's all about value. So I'll give you an example of, of a message that we would send where there's clear value. So let's say that a particular lead inquires about 123 Main Street and uh, fills out the form and the agent calls and the lead ends up uh, not answering the phone and kind of, you know, goes dark. So let's say uh, three weeks later, that property has a price drop. Well, our system would, in an automated way, type out a message that looks personal from the agent to the lead that might say something like, hi, Mike, since you inquired a couple weeks ago from me about 123 Main Street, I just wanted to follow up with you to share some new information. There was a price drop today and the the, the home is no longer listed for 395000 It's now uh, listed for 365000 Considering the price drop, is this one you'd be interested in scheduling a showing for? Or did you ultimately decide this one wasn't a good fit? You know, best real estate agent's name. So you can imagine not only are you sharing personal value, but if you're now this person, not this lead, right? You're this person in the inbox. It's like, oh man, I feel bad. I didn't even respond to return this guy's call. And now three weeks later, he's still taking time out of his day to send me a message to make sure that I'm informed about updated information on the property I inquired about. And when you send messages like that, you get higher response rates.
2: No, I'm totally with you. And you're, at, yeah, that's okay. like. So what you're saying is, yes, you guys are essentially, on the surface, doing the long-term lead follow-up drip campaign type thing. But what you're doing is you're evolving it to make it so that it's kind of like, uh, you know, version two of the long-term email drip campaigns, and making it so people are more captivated and hopefully more responsive to the messaging. I'm sort of curious. Yeah. Have you guys ever looked I at the say. numbers? I- Go
3: ahead. Yeah, Sorry. let me. I just, I just want to say before we definitely look at numbers. So I'll be excited to, to hear how you want to get what you want to ask along that, those lines. But the, I, I just, uh, I hate the word dri- the word drip because the definition of it implies that the messages are are just based on time, right? Every on and, and you know sequential canned messages. On day one, I send this. On day thirty, I send the one about interest rates. On day sixty, I send the one about spring cleaning. Right? What's really um, really different is the messages are based are sent uh, at
2: times that where they're going to be optimally relevant to the individual no i totally got that and, and that was okay. really i like that too that made total sense so you're saying they're not just okay. going out at a predetermined time they're, they're, it's almost like intelligent messaging that's, that's following the potential, you know, the lead, the potential client's behavior. And when there's a, yeah. and when there's a, something that changes that you that you know is going to be a potential interest to that person, you know, yeah. you're you're not just sending an email telling them to set their time back on their clocks, for example. So I I, but, I get what you're yeah. saying. And that's I like that. It's sort of intelligent messaging. And you know, the funny thing about I hate that term drip for campaigns too, because I mean, you know, if you think yeah. about it, who wants to be dripped on? Isn't that the kind of stuff they do in Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've never quite got that. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, <laughs> yeah. guys. And when we come back, we're going, to talk about, um, we're going to talk about numbers. We're going to talk about basically how valuable the long-term lead follow-up truly is. And then we're going to talk about, guys, the importance of fast lead follow-up, a recurring theme that you guys have definitely heard if you are regular listeners to our radio show, which I know over 50,000 of you are. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, a message from Steve Brown, the president of the National Association of Realtors.
1: Are you ready for 2015? Do you have a plan in place to make it your best year ever? Or are you still struggling in your career and waiting for your ship to come in? You can make this your best year ever, but only if you take control of your career and create an action plan for success. Join thousands of top producing agents across the nation who have turned to Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching to help them achieve top producing production and performance. Coaching works, and that's a fact. 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. Coaching and training is a critical part of a successful real estate career. But don't just take our word for it. Here's what Steve Brown, the president of the National Association of Realtors, had to say.
0: Well, I'll tell you why it's critical. There are some brokers who when they hire, they hire indiscriminately. They just don't even look at the training or they don't provide the training and the education that a new agent needs in in the marketplace. As a real estate agent, you've got to associate yourself with a firm that's dedicated to your professionalism and your growth and then the services like a personal coach like Tim, you, and Julie do – there are very few real estate people like you so personally and passionately involved in our industry and um, thank you for for what you do for our industry both of you are a wonderful voice for all that's best in the realtor organization in our industry so i thank you
1: if you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer then you need a coach not just any coach with the leaders in coaching today tim and julie harris real estate coaching we provide you with industry leading one-on-one coaching with a trained professional coach along with all the lead generation systems scripts presentations team building and business planning tools you need to dominate your local real estate market we offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records Take action and visit us at FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com to schedule your free coaching call with a trained real estate professional. There's no risk and no obligation, just a free personal one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's marketplace. Visit FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com to get started. Again, that's FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com.
2: Okay, Ryan, we're back. Can you hear me? All
1: right, I can. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Good. So let's talk about the long-term fo- follow-up. I and mean, you guys, I'm sure, are tracking the emails that get sent, the emails that get opened, the response from the emails as much as you can, because a lot of it, obviously, is yep. happening off your network too. You know, phone calls and texts and things like that are happening with yep. the agents. But so give us yep. uh, help the, the listeners understand how your system makes long-term lead follow-up maybe more viable than it's been in the past few years.
0: Okay.
3: Well, the 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 hallmark stat that I would share, based on an internal study where we sent messages that were optimized, literally measuring reply rates and by a professional marketing analytics team, when we optimized messages that don't incl- to to long-term leads that did not respond to a uh, to a first message, um, so that we, so we can think about the no pile when we send messages to the no pile that don't include specific unique value that's relevant to that lead, the response rate is about 6%. When we send messages that include specific, relevant, valuable information, the response rate is 18%. So we're mm-hmm. talking a 300% lift in, in the, the, the amount of people in your no pile that will turn into engaged leads.
2: Well, I mean that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I think what, that's that's what's fun about
3: uh, about our company. I, I one of the reasons I love being here is we spend all of our time not talking about hypothetical, but instead really getting into the data and and making things optimal.
2: Well, since we're not using any of our pre-prepared questions, let's just stay on this path. Your the <laughs> best practices, right? The best practices yeah. of your best users. I mean that I'm sure you come in contact with some of these rock star agents out there, and they're just killing it with Zerpl. What is it that they're doing that you would like to somehow encapsulate, bottle, and sell to everyone else that maybe isn't being as successful using it? So, what are your you know, the best okay. users? What are they doing that the others really should be?
3: Um, Well, so just staying on the path of of, uh, uh, Zillow and Trulia, uh, calling right away, uh, texting right away, not just relying on our email, because the reality is the more channels that you try, the more successful you're going to be. And when you look at the data, leads, but again, I'll call them people. What What they report is that responsiveness is a leading, like the leading quality that that they look at when they're determining which agent they want to choose. And so showing that you're that responsive is important. That would be number one. Number two would be working the leads, right? I mean, it's you, you can only rely on automation so much. So what I think of when – I, when I say that, I don't mean, okay, take this no pile and every Wednesday night have everyone on your team get together and make phone calls too. I, I don't actually think that's the most productive use of time what i mean is when a lead replies to a message that's automated and says i'm very interested here's the type of properties uh, uh property that i that i want to buy um i've not yet pre-qualified, and i'm about 12 months away from being ready to really seriously look at homes you can't just put those people on on some type of automated campaign and hope they'll call you in 12 months and what i found is the agents who are most successful spend time have good systems and spend time personally, in that example, every 90 days making a call or sending an email with some item of value and then a question to keep engagement going.
2: Well, I don't think it could be effectively argued that the longer the lead is, and I don't like using the word lead either. I can tell that kind of grew hair on your teeth as well. But the longer that the person's time frame is pushed out, that the less valuable, again, here's that word again, lead is to the yep. agent. Okay, so if someone's a yep. year out, six months out, even arguably 90 days out, if they're a buyer, then, yep. just, you know, so many things, life happens, right? So yep. the secret sauce, and Ryan, I really appreciate you saying this because, again, it's a recurring theme of, you know, certainly our radio show, all of our coaching. It's like one of the easiest ways to succeed in this business is just have you know, ridiculously, or as we call it, furiously fast lead follow-up. You know, if you have furiously fast lead follow-up, we know statistically that um, most uh, home buyers or sellers are going to work with the first agent they meet. Okay, meet could be somebody they connect with online or offline. But the bottom line is, as you get to them first, you're going to win most of the time. Um, And, you know, you mentioned phone calls and SMSing, obviously. So, guys, that is really right there. Uh, if you're having frustrations with some of your especially paid lead gen there's an excellent chance it's just because you're not following up with them fast enough you know and you really got to do a real sort of self-diagnosis as to why that's not happening why is it that you're not following up with these leads fast enough is it because you know sometimes it's because you guys have had a lot of experiences with these with, with any leads whether they're you know paid leads or otherwise where you say oh the lead's only one out of 20 is any good well is it because you are not calling the other 19 back really fast and and or is it because when you call them back you're not really following a script you're not asking them the right questions i mean you know before you throw the baby out with the bathwater you got to really ask yourself what is it and where is it that you can be improving and i bet you if you were to go down like uh if you if you look at the top producing agents in the country uh the if i could you know answer my own question it's fast lead follow up It's asking. It's following a script. It doesn't have to sound like a you know a robot reading a script. It could be a nice conversation following a script, and then listening to the answers and then you know trying to coach that uh, that prospect and going the right direction. And something else, Ryan. This is interesting too. Do you guys? I mean, obviously you're geared primarily towards buyer lead generation, but I'm sure you're trying to shift towards Hmm. seller lead generation. What percent of the buyer leads that come into your system are actually also hidden sellers? In other words, they have something to sell before they can buy. Have you ever tracked that?
3: Yeah, the uh, I actually I wanted I wanted to um uh shift back to what you were saying a minute ago about what's so critical with fast follow up if you don't mind. So in my Go for it. It, in my opinion it also it also is a function of who the lead is or who the person is and how exactly they're becoming a, that person is becoming a lead for the agent because I don't think that all all leads should be handled in the same way. So I'll, I'll give you two two examples that are both very relevant for Zerply. So example one is a person inquires about a property on Zillow. That person has literally raised their hand and asked the agent a question. So the faster that agent gets back to them and sh- listens, like you said, and helps them to to solve whatever pain they had that that person has at the moment, the the more likely the agent is going to be to convert that lead. I think it's different with pay-per-click marketing where users are driven through an experience where the lead is generated as a registrant for a, to use a particular home search site. In that case, the, the person does not have a question for an agent. The person just had to fill out a form in order to use the site. And a fast phone call of, you just registered to use my site, how can I help you, may not be the most effective uh, w- way of converting. And what we found with our brokerage is we do much better by allowing the the if if you're doing pay-per-click lead generation at all, or or, or purchasing leads in any way that are um, uh, leads who are registering to use a site, it's uh, critical that you are have a system that's tracking the behavioral profile of those leads as they navigate their home search, and and what we found we're much more successful uh, with at Zirpal with automating messages that are based on the unique individual's lead profile. Uh, at getting those leads to engage because we can send information that's valuable during the course of their home search. Uh, and similarly, a lot of our most successful clients call leads when they notice that a lead is exhibiting a particular behavior that we've highlighted for them that's notable and and call with from a purpose of value related we, to that specific nerd,
2: behavior. Let, Ryan, let's de-nerd this a little bit because you and I are probably yeah. too far down a nerd path for most of our listeners. Got it. I understand what yeah. you're saying. You're saying basically yep. if someone hits a a broker's site and there's kind of like a forced, you know they want to do a search using their ideX feed and there's some sort of you know forced registration name email or if this if the consumer is asking for a free report or whatever some sort of direct response yep. type you know give it, give me your yep. information I'll give you mine okay, so you're yep. saying that 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 customer is um the way you guys uh suggest is that you guys are asking suggesting your users treat those folks differently because. You, you're not able to yet define exactly what it is they're, they're searching for. And you're saying as that customer uh, maybe does more uh, MLS searching on your website, your IDEX searching, and as you begin to learn more about what they want, then you can sort of cater your message to the profile as you refer to it. But really, it's really you're, you've learned more about what they're looking for, right? Houses in a certain price range yep. in a certain area of town. Versus if you're getting yep. the lead from, say, Roller.com, where you're already getting the person telling you what they're looking for, telling you the price range, telling you that. So, so what, I get the I get the paid lead from you know the portals. I get the path for that. That makes more sense. So t- let's go back to the first one. So, how would you suggest that someone treats the lead that comes in from a forced opt-in from say like uh, you know someone getting IDEX feed? How would tell me about how that relationship should proceed based on what you guys have seen?
3: Okay, so the person fills out the form immediately. An email message in an automated way should go out to that lead. The message should be a message that's very short, looks personal, and is designed to get response. In other words, it should be a question. Uh, I'll give you an example of one of the messages that works extremely well, uh, and, and that's, hi, Mike, thanks for registering at you know, myidxite.com. Are you just browsing or are you searching for something in particular? Question mark. Agent name is in the signature. Uh, you, you, about 25% of people will reply to that message and tell you exactly what they're looking for, in which case you already have engagement. If you are, uh, but, but let's, let's look at the other 75% who don't. So what we would do is we would uh, uh, track the, the, everything that they do on the IDX site. And I'll give you an, an example that's I, I think is a, a neat one. So if we notice that, a lead is looking at both homes and condos with relatively equal proportion, but that the lead has centered their search into a specific zip code, then a message that we would automate might – actually, there's one more piece to it in that case. If we notice both of those things, then we'll go into rich real estate data and look at historical appreciation rates of homes versus condos in that zip code. And if there's a notable difference suggesting either homes or condos are a much better investment, then again, it's, it, I mean, I go back to the idea of you've got to give people value. We would automate a message to the lead sharing that information that looks personally typed and then asking a question to see if that can generate engagement. Um, and if, a, if an agent is not using kind of sophisticated automated messaging technology, then the recommendation would be that the agent has, a, at a minimum, a very nice back office where he or she can view everything that a lead is doing and then the goal is to look at all of that information, dissect what's what is really interesting to a particular lead, and what type, of, and then figure out what they can do that adds value to that person, and then call and email them with that. So the, my my example is probably would be a ton of work for for a real estate agent to do, but I'll give you a, a simpler one, which is if you see that a person is looking at homes that are uh, single story that are priced uh, in the kind of $500,000 range, then you might think about if you, if you know anything that is a particularly good deal or something that's going to be coming to the market soon, that you can contact the person and let them know. So.
2: Yeah, I like it. I always understand what you're saying. So there's a lot of intelligence behind basically what you're doing. You're not just saying, it sounds like you guys have hired like professional copywriters to write these emails too. I mean, a lot, obviously there's, yeah. people, there's there's a little bit of alchemy and witchcraft that goes into the back end of making this work you know yep. so as, as far as like um from an agent's perspective how long generally speaking does it take like um uh, what am i trying to ask
0: mm-hmm. at what
2: point does the long-term lead follow-up the effectiveness of it really just drop off a cliff like we all know like for example in pursuing expired listings we know that I Man, I'm gonna make up the number because I don't have it memorized, but something like 90% of all the expires we list within like 90 days or less. It's something crazy like that.
0: Okay. You know, even though okay. they might
2: say, you know, we're gonna hold off the market or whatnot. So once someone goes into a long-term uh, lead follow-up system, what at what point is it really to start to be marginal as far as the rea- the, the, the you know results? I mean, is it 90 days? Yeah. Or is it? Or do you guys see? Are there patterns? Is it like? You know, if they don't buy something from you or list something from you right away, then the first 60 days, and then, you know, then they drop off, and then it peaks up again in, like, four months. I'd be just sort of curious what the patterns yeah. are.
3: No, I mean, the pattern is, is, is more or less uh, a direct downward sloping line if you're looking at the probability gotcha. someone's going to engage. Uh, if they don't engage in the beginning, they're they're increasingly less likely, but you will still find nuggets. I'll, and I know for, for our brokerage as an example, we started using Zerpol when we invented it in 2009, yeah. and this year we've had we've closed deals to Zerpol leads who surfaced now uh, that were generated initially in 2009, 2010, 11, 12, 13, and 14, and hopefully next year we'll get another an, another year of continuing that streak. So it does happen, but but definitely a downward slope. Okay,
2: well, I mean, how how severe is it? Like a you know an alpine ski pass where it's basically 90 days and Basically, the you know it goes down to single digits, or is it is it take longer than that?
3: No, it takes it, it takes
2: much longer than that. Okay, all right, good. If I, were, if, I were, well, if, if I were making
3: a guess on my downward slope, it would be about twenty degrees.
2: You know, it's interesting. This would also be a powerful thing to use for a listing presentation. I got your point. Yeah. <laughs> this would be also a good tool to use on a listing presentation, right? I mean, if a, if an agent yeah. could take the, how this how their system works and kind of present it to a seller, showing maybe not only just their list of leads, but also the kind of ongoing conversations they have with all these buyers. I mean, that's something yep. that can be very powerful in convincing a seller that the agent's proactive and not just passively waiting around for the house to sell. So I my mean, mine's going yep. in a bunch of different directions and how there's the obvious value, but then there's the secondary values of working with you guys. So what yeah. questions, Ryan, what questions should I have asked you today that I didn't? Because I know we didn't use any of our questions. <laughs> so what questions uh, should I have okay. asked you that I didn't?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think this was a great dialogue, and I I don't have anything uh, specific that I feel like I need to share that that, that didn't come up in conversation. I think uh, what I would say in general, just for anybody listening that wants to learn more about us, if you use Zillow or Trulia, uh, they're great lead sources. We have a lot of of exciting data that shows – um, uh, response rates and percentage of people sharing s- setting appointments uh, uh, from those sources. And uh, it's a lot of data that I'm not going to go into today. But what I can say high level is um, Zillow in particular is a great partner of ours, and we also love Trulia. And the leads are very high quality. And if you are are, are already realizing that and you're using Zillow or Trulia, you should definitely check out our $49 product because it'll help you a tonne and you can learn more about it at getconversations.com. So if you go to zerple.com, you're not going to find that. Uh, It's a brand-new launch, and we gave it its own website, so getconversations.com. If you're interested in more of a a larger platform play uh, where you want to have a a great IDX home search website and a team of people uh, advertising you at the top of Google and generating leads for you, and then automated messaging that's helping you convert those leads, um, we have products uh, that you can learn more about at zerpol.com. That are that that's really designed and optimized for that use case.
2: Cool. And I'll tell you what else we'll do is in the description of today's radio show, um, Mr. Producer, who I know you're listening. Let's go ahead and include those links. And guys, check it out. I mean, a lot of you, you know, there's no such thing as a bad lead. There could be an unprofitable lead, certainly. You know, there could be a lead that you paid too much for. You know, all those things are true. But really, at the end of the day. Um, you know, if you guys are able to generate leads from any of the portals or any other source and you can absolutely positively uh, get a return on your investment, then you should be doing it. You know, it's kind of interesting. I get free coaching call requests, Ryan, from folks on a regular basis, and I could tell by your choice of words that there are a lot of yeah. people that are expressing concerns about the quality of the leads they get from the portals. And, you know, it can't be, be blanketly true that the portals are providing bad leads. But it can be almost yeah. blanketly true that the agents aren't consistently following up on the leads, and they're not following consistent. Uh, you know, they're not asking the right questions. In other words, they're not really using a script. So, guys, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of room that you can go in. You know, again, explore um, the portals. If it makes sense for you, if you're able to get a good return on your investment, you're never going to hear any of us hear our coaching organization telling you not to do it. If you can absolutely quantify that it's a smart thing for you to do, then do it. And if you're going to do it. I can't see any reason why you wouldn't engage with it Makes It's kind of a no-brainer, especially for 50 bucks. It's kind of an extra no-brainer. Yeah. So the links will be in the description. And uh, listeners, we really appreciate it. And Ryan, thanks very much. I learned a lot about your company today. I, I, I enjoyed it. I hope you did as well.
3: Yeah, likewise. It was a fun conversation, and I particularly liked the debate. Uh, so ho- hopefully we'll get a chance to do it again sometime, if not on the radio, at least in person.
2: Uh, that would even be better. Actually, we're going to try to work with the National Association of Realtors next year and do live radio shows from their conventions. So maybe we can okay. have a live debate. Because this is a good topic, honestly. <laughs> I, I think this is one of the most heated topics in real estate. Well, you must know that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Good. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Ryan. Good thank good
3: Sincerely appreciate it.
2: That's right. So everyone, uh, please share your homework from this and every other radio show, obviously, is to share it, tweet it, re-Facebook it, do whatever it takes. Really appreciate you helping us become the number one, hey, guess what, number one um, radio show at Blog Talk Radio in the business section, number one real estate radio show. You know, we've got over 50,000 of you guys listening every month, and we sincerely appreciate your support. Please continue to do so, and it doesn't cost you anything. I'm not PBS. I'm not asking you to donate any money, but do, you know, tweet it, Facebook it, do whatever it is that you kids do to help us get the word out. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks, Ryan. All
1: right. Thank you. Take care.